You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Communications Manager at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is Edmund Torbati, and he is the founder and CEO of an NCIA member company called Label Choices. They're a leading label company offering eco-friendly options as well. Welcome to the show, Edmund. Thank you for having me. You're awesome. (laughs) How's the weather in Los Angeles? (laughs) It's good. It's good. (laughs) uh, No complaints. You know, we're lucky here. Glad to hear. We're doing okay in the snow out here in Denver. Um, So let's jump right in and get to know you a little bit better. Um, If you could start by talking a bit about your background and your experience um, prior to finding yourself serving the cannabis industry and being a part of NCIA. Yeah, um, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm really lucky that I had an opportunity to um, start the company um, Label Choices in 2004. So it's been almost 15 years. So um, we have a lot of experience um, working with a lot of other industries um, from the cosmetic to bath and body to wine and spirits, you know, a lot, a lot of food and organic companies. And so um, it's just been a great opportunity where, you know, a little bit about I would say two in the last two and a half years that we have an opportunity to work with a lot of cannabis and also CBD and hemp companies. So, um, so uh, yeah, we're just grateful that we can work with this community and and come up with solutions to help them look good with their labeling and some other packaging like their custom you know uh, boxes as well. 
Absolutely. And yeah, your website labelchoices.com has a really cool rotating header showing a sample of some of the things uh, that you've done labeling and packaging for. Really cool stuff. I like the foil stamps as well. Um, great, great. Thanks for sharing Thank that. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Bethany. So what was your reason for getting involved in the cannabis industry other than, you know, obviously the cannabis industry needs packaging and labeling, but um, maybe you have a personal reason. Maybe you were inspired. Um, many people in the industry have a story about why they're in the cannabis industry, and I wonder what yours is. Yeah, so, you know, I actually um, was diagnosed with Crohn's disease many years ago. So up until about six years ago, I was even hospitalized at local hospital. And um, and with Crohn's disease, you know, I'd lost a lot of weight. I was about like 147 pounds, 6'1", where right mm -hmm. now I'm about like 200 pounds and healthy. So um, what happened is like, you know, the Western medicine route, they basically put you on Western medicine. So their whole thing was you have to take this anti-cancer drug because the the regular um, anti-inflammatory drug Asacol wasn't going to work anymore. And so I had inflammation, obviously the stomach area, which is traditional, and then also even in my legs where I couldn't walk for like a week or so. And so basically they have me on this drug that weakens your immune system completely, literally shuts it down. And so. I knew intuitively, look, there has to be a better way. So I was always on this mission to finding a better way until this acupuncturist um, told me, look, that like, I would recommend, let's forget all these herb supplements, everything. I would recommend actually a very high quality cannabis to reduce inflammation, build immunity and have you vape it. So that actually introduced me to this whole world as an alternative and now if you look at it, actually, there's lots of research, including Israel, how um, it actually helps with Crohn's, uh, of course, along with so many other things. So that's how I got introduced to it. And then when we started getting presented with companies, I was like all in. I, let's help these right guys out because I really did believe in it. So um, that's kind of how everything kind of got started with, um, with seeing um, the future and, and how it actually serves people. It has been so interesting to see uh, all the applications of cannabis and how they help um, different health issues, but specifically Crohn's disease. Um, I think last year, a, a Saturday Night Live cast member um, came out that he also treats his Crohn's disease with cannabis. And his, he was quoted saying, I wouldn't be able to do the show if I didn't smoke weed, which is interesting. The, the cast member's name is Pete Davidson. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that cannabis has been able to help you personally with Crohn's disease um, and, and others as well. So yeah, thanks for sharing Absolutely. that. Yeah, but I do want to also preface it by saying it, it was used as an alternative, but I did deeper spiritual work, which is why I'm healthy and off all medications for over five years. So I'm not necessarily saying that you need to have that per se for it, but that's what got me introduced to it and see it, how it could be a healing plant. Sure. The the body, mind, spirit connection is a thing. And uh, everyone's a little bit different, of course. But if trying Absolutely. cannabis, if trying cannabis helps, whatever helps, right? The, the whole point is to be better, to be well. And that's part of the lessons of the plant of cannabis, for sure. 
100%. And that goes along with hemp, which also comes, CBD is derived from hemp and marijuana. So um, there's a lot of benefits when done right. Absolutely. Completely agree. And this is a whole nother topic. We could do an entire podcast episode <laughs> on, but, <laughs> Definitely. but we will. But thanks for sharing that story. I really appreciate it. Um, so back to Label Choices. You said you founded it about 15 years ago. Uh, tell me more about the company and your role there and what your day-to-day is like. Well, you know, we, we basically focus on companies who um, actually care about their brand. You know, they care about service, meeting deadlines, um, and um, you know, my role is, you know, all the above, you know, when you're running the business. So I personally take a hands-on approach dealing with the clients as well, managing the team, um, you know, dealing with the, the design team at all aspects. So there's really no limits, you know, when you're running your own company. So, um, so yeah, I'm very grateful. Are you a creative person? Like, are you into drawing, painting, sketching? Is, is that something you're also involved in or are you more on the, the businessy side? Yeah, I would say I'm more on the business side, but I'm good. I'm, I'm all about coming up with solutions and also utilizing my, um, my intuition and helping like um, helping clients and with the team to coming up with, with something that's going to be amazing, you know, and coming up with great solutions. Awesome. Are there certain companies you get really, really excited about working with because of the nature of their product? Yeah, I would say, and I think that same same thing with this industry that we really love working with is is those who are really trying to do something that's going to serve, right? So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why we also work with a lot of organic and clean companies. So I think that's why I also really want to encourage you know, a lot of people who are in the space are trying to get into the space, whether it's CBD angle or the marijuana angle, um, you know, it's really like do it to serve, you know, to make a difference um, because you're going to find a lot of people in this space, especially trying to play the short game and it doesn't really work out in the long run. So um, I would say that that's, that those are the ultimate companies because it's like they really have something to serve. There's, there's a higher purpose to all of it, you know? Absolutely. Uh, I I think those are some of the values of the cannabis industry um, and and for NCIA as well, that our members are here to make the world a better place in some ways and also help each other and be the best we can be. That absolutely makes sense. So I'm glad you're a part of our nearly 2,000 member company association, NCIA. Great. It's amazing. That's amazing. It's a yeah. great organization. So I'm, I'm so happy that I could be a part of it. And thanks for having me. On Absolutely. Um, I see that uh, your company does everything. You already mentioned some of the organic products and skincare, but also wine and beer labeling as well, which is, you know, I'm, I'm also a beer and wine fan as well. Hopefully you get a few bottles of wine for Christmas from these folks. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. You cover a lot of different um, products. So, so literally anything that you could slap a label on, you could probably do. Yeah. And I think that it's also product boxes as well. Right. So, and, and so this industry needs a lot of boxes as well, just whether it's a supplement, um, you know, box that you're putting in, whatever it is. Right. But, but yeah, I, I also, I'm grateful because we have experience in all these different industries 
where people want nice stuff. And, and this space, you could see it more and more too. It's like, I think a lot of clients are starting to realize, look, I got to really stand out, right? How do we stand out from everyone? And, and the image is everything. Totally. And um, our packaging and labeling committee, uh, uh, some of our member-driven committees, one of them is packaging and labeling. Um, they recently published a blog through NCIA about uh, looking at high-end products versus lower-end products and how much the packaging matters when you're trying to decide that your product is either higher-end. And uh, the article is about Tiffany's, the jewelry store, versus Target, the the bigger box store, and what, you know, if you're going to buy jewelry, or, you know, when you buy from Tiffany's, you expect a fancy pants box with, like, angels flying out when you open it, but when you go to Target, you're going to, you know, you expect a little bit more utilitarian, probably red, so that's, right. yeah, that's interesting stuff, so I recommend people head to our website and check out that blog, too, since we're on the topic, and uh, we're about to take a commercial break here, uh, but we'll be right back to talk more with Edmund from Labeled Choices, based out of Los Angeles. Um, so stay tuned. We'll be right back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. The smoke is rising and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you life yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice with 
Edmund Torbati from Label Choices, and I'm your host, Bethany, from the National Cannabis Industry Association. Um, so, Edmund, what you, you already kind of talked about the various products that Label Choices provides packaging and labeling for. Um, let's talk about the kinds of products in the cannabis industry that, that you've provided services for and how the needs of our unique special cannabis industry with all of our regulations and compliance are different from other industries that you might service. Yeah, I mean, I would say all the above, um, whether it's a topical for CBD or marijuana, so whether it's like a lotion or um, cream or any of that kind of stuff, very similar to us being involved in cosmetic bath and body. So it's helpful mm-hmm. to see that whether, you know, for a lip balm or whatever else it is. And, and as you could see, things are evolving in that space. So, um, you know, there's different kind of ways of basically distributing, you know, CBD and marijuana. So, and I would say, yeah, I, I would say that the, the biggest difference obviously is that there's a lot of regulations when it comes to cannabis. So it limits a lot of clients where within state a lot of times so it's kind of hard so um, and then also with the packaging we notice sometimes um, we'll print a label for example and then um, you know gorilla number five or whatever it is you can't do that anymore so we have to reprint it to gg number four because you can't put gorilla glue or whatever on it so so unfortunately so unfortunately there is going to be a little bit of that um, and i think part of the way that we're combating that to help the clients is we're running on highest quality digital presses for labels and boxes. So this way you don't have to do a crazy amount of quantities at once and you could do many variations without setup fees. And I would say that that's, that's helpful because um, there's changes happening all the time, depending on the state. And that's hard. It's not an easy situation. So, you know, Mm -hmm. with laws and what's child resistant and what's this and what's that. So, the good news with the label side of things is, is it, it seems to be a great way to do it and then choosing a container that's childproof. So, so far that feels like it's definitely a, way, a, a great way to do it and it's an economical way to do it. And it's a, it gives you a lot of flexibility and power as things keep shifting, right? right? So I would say that's probably the biggest where there's changes and there's going to continue to be changes. So it's about just being up on that. Um, and, uh, and encouraging our clients to do everything the proper way also with lab testings, have clean products and have good intentions. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I recall when the organization, the Girl Scouts of America, um, got a little upset that there's a, a strain or a type of cannabis called Girl Scout cookies. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, those news articles coming out, but it's prime example Um, You know, we're coming up with creative names for our products and our different types of cannabis, um, but we have to be careful if that name already exists for another product or another company or any any other kind of you know copyright or IP attached to that it's it we do have to be very careful that's true so obviously there's different regulations for higher THC cannabis products versus the hemp derived CBD products as well can you talk more about the differences for those products and and how it might impact an entrepreneur and their experience in the industry? 
Yeah, actually, that's a really good question. I would say we find obviously our clients that are in the hemp CBD world, so where the CBD is derived from hemp versus from marijuana, there seems to be a little bit more ease at least, you know, because of the regulations at this point, right, given that marijuana is still federally illegal, which is kind of ridiculous, right? It being a schedule, literally like a schedule one narcotic equivalent to heroin. So we're hoping obviously all of us that that's going to change soon. But in the meantime, CBD is a little easier. I mean, like one of our clients, for example, um, who has a whole CBD topical line, right? And, you know, he used to be in that other world, the cannabis world. And like, he feels really freed up, right? And he's serving a lot of people and helping people and he's doing it like clean organic and everything, right? Cause he can actually have a bank account. He could pay us with a credit card. So he's, so his feeling, right, is like, wow, I, I feel so much more freer and I don't have to deal with all of that regulation. So, so it does open things up. So we find that obviously clients are serving people when they're doing it right, preferably organic, clean, right? But they also can like sell all over. So they're not limited to just the state. So so there is some more ease in that sense for those who are more in the CBD realm derived from hemp. Yeah, that makes sense. So you can actually cross state lines with your hemp derived CBD products, whereas with, you know, adult use marijuana, you can't. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you don't have to worry about child proof packaging as much with hemp derived products. Is, is that right? Yeah, I mean, again, it just, again, it could depend on the state. So, I mean, we have, we have a client that's, it's, um, it's CBD derived from hemp, but he still wants his package, his pouch to be child resistant, right? So he, he's trying to be even more careful, right? Just to be on the safe side. But at the end of the day, like, and that, that's actually something really great for people to wear. It's like, it's almost like sometimes, and it kind of is unfortunate, but it's like, let's be even a little bit more cautious, be a little bit more ahead of certain things sometimes um, so that, you know, you can always make sure you're even more, you know, like, um, you know, you're above regulations, essentially, like way above even. Sometimes that could serve you well, you know, than just waiting for them to dictate things. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I I think I've said in other interviews with folks and in other conversations that we, the cannabis industry, and and even the hemp-derived CBD industry, we want to regulate ourselves first before before the FDA and other agencies start coming and telling us how to do what we're doing. We want to be so far advanced and sophisticated that they don't have any improvements to add. But but that leads me to my next question. That's a great point. What other advice might you have for someone looking to expand their business or or even start a brand new business that serves the cannabis industry? Yeah, I would say um, along with just going above and beyond with compliance and lab testing, clean products, having like you know, having a a good intention, right? To like, it's not just, hey, I want to make money. Along with, as we discussed, being in the long game, right? Don't just look at, oh, how can I just make a quick buck? That's not going to be very quite easy also how things are with regulations. Um, I would say like, as we kind of touched on too, not to be cheap about your brand and your packaging images, everything mm-hmm. um, that goes with your design that goes with everything. Right. So it's like, it's so important, right. The perception 
um, and, and doing it right. Cause I've seen over the years, it's like when someone thinks small, like they, they play small, that's kind of, that's kind of the case. And then I would say, yeah, put a lot of energy. The two things that drive a business is goes for any industry is, um, sales and marketing, which is number one. And then innovation is number two. So it's continue to innovate. So if you look at any great company, they continue to innovate, they continue to do sales and marketing. And that goes, if you look at the Googles of the world, the Facebooks of the world, um, Apples of the world, as they continue to innovate and they continue to market, they keep growing. Yeah, that's great advice. Thanks. And, and, uh, I, I think we all would agree with you that it's important to go above and beyond and um, definitely be compliant and and get those lab tests nice and clean before they get out to the market for sure. We've got to be the yeah. best we can be. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, I've seen some stuff in this space and, you know, if people are trying to look for shortcuts, but with that, you're not going to get licensed. You're, you're, you're going to lose the trust value, the consumer and mm-hmm. you won't be you won't be around. So we've seen that, you know, with mm-hmm. you know double sets of books, and you know, and then you find out the client goes to the lab also, and then they try to buy off the lab testing, and you know, so it kind of comes down to you're going to have a problem, right? Because then if you have don't have a clean product, you have heavy metals, you have pesticides, you're not serving people, it'll come back and bite you. You know what I mean? Forget the whole karma thing, but just in the business itself also. Oh yeah, and one bad apple can make the whole bunch look bad. So uh, totally agree with you there. All right, we have to take another quick commercial break, um, but we'll be right back to wrap up our conversation with Edmund Torbati from Label Choices. Don't go away. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads, make genuine business connections, and get premier brand exposure? This is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are kicking off in Seattle, Portland, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, and Phoenix in January. Register today using the promo code CANNABISRADIO20, all spelled in caps as one word, Cannabis Radio 20 to take 20% off at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Sponsorship opportunities are available. Register today at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the second annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 2nd and 3rd at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for another can't-miss event. Sponsored by the radio and podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Learn more at usccexpo.com. 
get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back and we're wrapping up our chat with Edmund from Label Choices. Um, so before we talk about some, uh, some, some conferences coming up, um, just wanted to ask you one more question about, about the future or the present um, regarding challenges and hurdles that we're facing and how we can address them. From your perspective, what, what are those challenges or hurdles that come to mind? Well, I, I would say just things that we're helping prepare our clients going forward is like, again, like we talked about, you want to be even more compliant ahead of time, right? So one of the ways to do that is, you know, how even Amazon is pushing um, something called like QR codes and variable data. So that means where ultimately every single package, the label, the box, whatever, will actually have a different code. And so one of the things is we can do that with the new technology with digital. So we're kind of like just knowing though those options are there and we, we can do these type of things. So going forward, it's going to help this industry too with authenticity as well because there's going to be recalls. There's going to be situations where there's going to be problems, you know. So it's like how do you then identify a whole batch where it might not be the whole batch. It just might be some of them, right? So how do you measure them? And so these are some of the different ways I would say the industries, obviously, you know, I was at your guys' um, conference in Anaheim. I would love to talk about that. Just recently, another one um, in Vegas, and you see over a thousand distributors. And, and what's going to happen is it's, it's going to be tough how many players can really make it, right? And so mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize it, but my feeling is um, I think it is a legitimate, legitimate feeling is that if 90% of businesses around generally fail within 10 years, I think this industry is going to be even higher than that personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there's going to be a lot of mergers, acquisitions, and just people don't go anywhere for a business. So I just, I guess that's the main message. It's like, hey, do you really want to be in this? Make sure you're in it for the right reasons. I think that's the main message. Preach it. Totally with you there. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so obviously you joined NCIA and became a member to get plugged in because, because you do uh, see yourself in the long game. Is that right? Absolutely. Great to hear. Um, and you mentioned uh, our recent conference in Anaheim, California, the California Cannabis Business Conference, or CCBC, with all the acronyms that we have in the office. Um, so at CCBC in Anaheim last October, um, you know, we always strive to provide great education opportunities to talk about not only best practices, but also trying to look ahead at, at challenges and hurdles like we talked about earlier to our industry um, for both those who are new and those who have been around for decades even. Um, How was your experience at the California Cannabis Business Conference? I actually really liked it. I I was really impressed. So it was very helpful um, not only meeting a lot of great people, but also the the workshops were great. I sat in a bunch of them, including the packaging ones for compliance. And and so I thought it was fantastic. And I'm actually glad I also stayed because it's only about an hour away from LA, but I actually stayed there to get the full experience. So um, I was actually very impressed. You guys put on a really good show and there's a lot of moving parts and it's no joke. 
Yeah, so true. And uh, yeah, that's one of our three major conferences that we host throughout the year. Um, the California Cannabis Business Conference in the fall. Um, and then pretty soon here, we'll be in Boston for our third annual Seed to Sale show. Um, Seed to Sale show is also a smaller compared to our other bigger summer conference. Um, Seed to Sale show is a little bit smaller really focusing on the life cycle of the plant as opposed to more of the ancillary and supportive aspects of our industry. Um, and then of course our biggest conference is the Cannabis Business Summit and Expo and that will be in July in Long Beach. I think we've moved it from San Jose to Long Beach. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that show this summer as well. And of course, um, we've got our smaller networking events that is a benefit for NCIA members. Uh, we have the industry socials, which is a new type of evening networking event that's similar to our cannabis caucus events that if you've been a member, you've most likely been to a cannabis caucus. Um, but the industry socials are built to be a little bit more fun. Um, we have some giant Jenga and some old school arcade game uh, modules for you to play. So it really is a place for us to clock out a little bit, but still be in, in a social setting with our professional peers so we can still share um, our best practices our knowledge uh, but also have a little fun because we deserve it and we've been working really really hard the last few years <laughs> so i hope to see you at uh the seed to sale show in boston if you can make it out to the other side of the country from california and uh, of course the industry socials and cannabis caucus events are all over the country in various regions throughout the year. So if you'd like more information about that, uh, check out our website, www.thecannabisindustry.org. So thanks again for jumping on the show, Edmund. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap? No, thanks for having me. It was um, very grateful. I'm honored. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I love what you guys are doing because you're doing it at the national stage and that's so important versus just the state level so that hopefully soon we can get cannabis um, legalized, right, at the federal level. And I think that's when everything shifts. And so, no, I'm grateful and I'm looking forward to hopefully connecting with uh, many of you guys, uh, members and non-members as well, anytime. You got it. All right. Thanks for being on the show. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.